live from Jonathan Kwiatkowski's house, it's Nightcaps at the Theater! Starring Mark Zebro Jr., Matthew Cabrera, and the man himself, Jonathan Kwiatkowski! Thank you for that lovely introduction. Yeah, I'm kind of freeballing it right now. Yeah, I so. kind of like this. It's, it's a new... It's, it's pretty cool. It's something else for us to drop later on. <laughs> but uh, why don't we give our... Uh, well, uh, first of all, this is our amuse-bouche uh, segment. That uh, uh, it's that time of the week, everybody. Oh, yeah. that time of the month. That time of the month. Yeah, <laughs> we'll eventually get to, you know, keeping up with our amuse-bouche segments, yeah. so... But uh, why don't we uh, do our traditional openings, shall we? All right, um... I have bronchitis, and all I got was this lousy podcast. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski. And I am Matt Ralph Breaks the Streaming Service Cabrera. Um, and I'm Bitch, Are You For Real? Mark Zebro Jr. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, should we get into the main agenda tonight? Okay, Boomer. All right. <laughs> you know, my kids called me that, and I said, I'm a, I'm a millennial just like you. <laughs> like... Like, look up the years, and they're like, okay, Boomer. I'm like, it doesn't even bother me. Like, Where where did this originate from? Because I, I, I just saw it, and, like, I saw more gaming memes come out of it, where, like, you know, like, enemies from, like, uh, uh, that are called Boomers, and it's like, then it just spawned, like, like, like quoting things, like, Star Wars, like, I love you, like, okay, Boomer, and I then think it was just Han Twitter. gets thrown in the carbonite. Yeah. I think I, it was just a Twitter insult I, that some white old dude took offense to, and then, you know, got screen tapped. I think it's one of those things, you know, for your children, where it's like when you're in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we were in high school, we thought Miss Miss Polo, mm-hmm. she had to be like really old. She was probably like 19. Oh, yeah. When she, she was probably was like the age w- I was. Wife of Marco? No. Yeah. No. Unfortunately, no. But she was young because she was just student teaching. Yeah. Fresh out of college. But just it, like it's I one did. of those things where like if you're just so young in comparison, you think they're like as old as Jesus. Oh, well, the kids saw my haircut and they're like, thank God, you look like you were dying. And I was like, well... Thank you, kids. I guess that's the best I can get from you. Anyways, TV? TV? Bang, bang? TV court? What about anime? Oh, do we have any anime? I don't have any anime. I don't have any, <laughs> don't anime. Have any anime. Yeah. We have Pokemon, but that's Ooh. about it. Yeah, that's the closest you'll get. Yep. Shut up, weebs. We have no anime for you today. Um, TV court? Bang, bang, go to gavel? I got plenty. All right. Well, who wants to go first? I also have a lot of um, TV. I don't got much. Do you want to go first, then? Um, I think we'll probably share a, a couple, so I'll we'll chime in yeah. when mm. you bring it up. Okay. So. All right. So, oh, yep. Here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, da, 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 I guess first one up. Um, uh, f- living with myself with Paul Rudd. Hmm. Yeah. And this is a Netflix series. Uh, I think limited series. I I, I would imagine, and uh, it's uh, eight episodes long, uh, half hour each, and uh, yeah. The uh, basic premise for this uh, would be. Man is uh, down on his luck. He's stuck. He's in a, a weird, like, kind of, like, midlife crisis kind of thing. And he, and he gets, like, advice to go to this massage parlor. And, like, he'll, his life will be turned upside down. Oh. And, yeah, and he, what a premise. We all have been there. Yeah. And, and uh, he, he emerges and he's like, wow, I'm, I, I feel free. I'm, I'm, I feel great. Turns out they cloned him. Oh, Oh, this is an odd premise for we, a show. We've all been there. Yeah, I know, right? Um, it's 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 great. Yeah. I, I, I it's it's funny. It's 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 a little cryptic in in some places. It makes you think. One one thing that's pretty cool about uh, each episode is um, uh, they they always like when they end an episode, they go back to maybe the last half of the of the 
previous one and you see that from another uh the other paul rudd's perspective of like of the chain of events that are unfolding and it, it it's it's pretty cool I, I i i'm really into it um i i i don't want to like even like give anything else away it, it's i wouldn't say it's totally like what was that uh, that other show on netflix with jonah hill and uh emma stone oh, maniac. maniac maniac it's it's not quite there yeah but it's on that level, I want to say. Mm. Uh, it, it's it's got eternal sunshine meets multiplicity uh, um, vibes. Uh, that's the best way I can describe it. Is it like a distant future? Or is it no, no, no. Yeah. It's it's it, it's it's <laughs> it's just uh, like yeah, yeah. Cloning exists, and uh, <laughs> we we uh, we just we just you know hush hush. Yeah, you know. Well, according to Barbara Streisand's dogs, it does exist. Oh, of course, She's it got does. Like ten different copies of the same dog they for years. Do exist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, check it out. It's a, it's a it's a good time. It's a good romp. All right. uh, next one up. Uh, da, 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 da. He's searching his uh, mind palace for answers. That's right. Which right. <laughs> oh, joy that I put that in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yes. Um, the end of the fucking world season two. Ah, nice. I, I I haven't caught up. I'm only on season one. I I love this show. I've heard okay things about it. I I I I love it. Mm-hmm. It it really just makes you fall in love with just like two tormented fucked up people uh in, in uh <laughs> in England and they I don't know it just meshes so well I mean the, the writing is is fantastic and when either of them speak or like have um a scene together it's fantastic mm. uh it's it's going off from the source material like uh, where it ended it's that that's where it ended at the end of season 1 I don't think they expected it to get a season 2 either No I mean I I I loved it. It felt like watching like a, a web series at times, just because of how short it was. Mm-hmm. And like each episode now, it's a, they have it's a little bit longer in length, maybe about like another like three or five minutes, and like depending on they introduce a, uh, a new character here that that's completely like on their level, and I and like no spoilers in like in terms of like how it relates to them, but it it, it works. I didn't expect this to be like anything good because it's like oh you ended it and I, I like where it ended and it's like mm-hmm. wow it, it, it's fantastic and it's it really just makes me feel things you know on, mm-hmm. on, a, on a really crazy level and it, it, it's so funny I, I, I just love it I love the dark humor in it too it's uh, it's something else I love it very nice uh, next one up uh, we're delving into Disney plus territory now hey. oh, don't speak its name uh <laughs> The world according to who Jeff, uh, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, also looks I, amazing. I watched one episode, uh, yeah. the sneakers one. I haven't gotten to the second. Yeah, yet. I, I, it always makes me not want to watch anymore. Really? I, well, for for odd reasons. I, He's but, just an eccentric billionaire, isn't he? Well, of Pretty course much. he is. Yeah. But like, and that's kind of like why you he has so much charm about him too. Yeah. He kind of he he, he reminds me of like our our professor of yes. of of, uh, of a certain school yes um and he's just got that that vibe that charisma about yeah. him and it makes you want to keep watching but it's like what he's talking about right now it's like i don't care about this <laughs> i don't yeah. care about sneakers i feel like honestly the first episode was it was too long because it wasn't yeah. providing much like educational value no i, I was like what am i learning right <laughs> it's now like, it feels like being john malkovich like, but you're being jeff goldblum like shoes are expensive and then like the yeah. end of the episode like spoilers he gets a pair of shoes wow. there's an unboxing how great and he's like and he tells you like five minutes before the end of the episode before he opens up the box like if you want to if you want to turn off the uh, 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 the, the, the show right now Go go right ahead and and, and what and, but, he tells you to go buy some shoes and and and, and, and <laughs> but if you wanna if you wanna just take in all that right right now 
and okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna open this box right now, everyone. Oh, oh my! <laughs> wow, <laughs> so, wow. Uh, that's it, pretty good. That's yeah. it, it, uh, well, uh, well, he does talk with his hands a lot, and you're you know <laughs> preoccupied with one mic in your hand right that's now. True. It, he's just he's something else. I mean, I don't know why he's doing this. He, I, I, he just has free time, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, and also this. Uh, comes as no surprise like I guess he has Marvel like contract now because of Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. so I guess with that it's like alright with that because I did this I'm gonna do my own thing I'm gonna put it here wow he's got that D clout yeah D plus clout I, I guess I'll watch more I, I don't watch shows like these anymore where it's like you know like Nat Geo mm-hmm. and uh, where it's like oh like let's, let's go see this let's go investigate this but it, you know. oh, I love my educational programming but like this wasn't educational no, exactly. <laughs> I wish it were more so but at the same time it was it was fun to watch we're, we're bound to get something I know but it, him uh, it works best in small doses. Yeah. yeah. So keep it a little bit shorter. Um, I like that, you know, they're not releasing it all at once because this is not a very bingeable no. show. No, 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 no. But uh, I like it. Unless it it was charming. Jeff Goldblum, which we kind of all do. I, we yeah. do, but yeah, he, at the same time, it's like, yeah, like I don't want to be can. his roommate. He's too zany. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he's got to stop making babies. Yeah. I think that's one thing. Like, focus on your life yeah. right now. You're 60 something years old and you're still having kids. <laughs> Hey, but uh, but I still love him. Living a good life. I yeah. think so. Like he's got his own jazz band, or whatever. He scats a lot. <laughs> of course he does. Why wouldn't he? Uh, yeah. I feel uh, like it's weird. I feel like nobody in the show really recognized him, like as Jeff Goldblum either. Well, I, I like I, they weren't like in awe of him. Somebody brought up dinosaurs, and nobody like made a made a little winking remark. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. like th- those people are. Uh, if I if, if I'm uh, being polite, um, are. Incorrect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they're talking about, like, there are people that just believe the, the Earth's a pancake. Yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> like, he's never heard that before. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there's that. Uh, and I guess last one up for me, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was my big one. It was incredible. Yeah. You uh, can spoil. I, I've only watched... Episode one, I know uh, two okay. came out on Friday. Not, I, not I, much I, happens in two. I, 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 I would assume so. Um, I knew they blew their load on that first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently it's like, like they put in like almost $10 million an episode. That's from what I'm hearing. Yeah. Like production value shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty so, kind of. The CGI is spotty. I like the practical stuff. I, practical well, stuff is fantastic. I, I would agree there. I watched it in 4K and it, it really shows like some really... Really uh, fakeness, especially when it comes to some of those creatures. You want to hear mm. this, guys? The Star Wars universe isn't real. <laughs> so what? Not, so they're meant to look fake because they are. Oh no! Stupid idiots! Come here, you. <laughs> I know, right? But like, there are times that it looks like really fake, where it's like, oh, <laughs> like Jar Jar doesn't look believable. Oh, oh come on! <laughs> For that time, Jar Jar was like astounding. Oh, he still is astounding <laughs> in his For, own way. Yeah. Ha- hashtag bring back Jar Jar. <laughs> oh lord, that's an evil hashtag. I don't support Jar Jar Abrams. Um, but uh, uh, if 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 I can. If I can say if I like it or hate it, I love it actually. It's uh, it's it's I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. Um, I, I I like the premise of it. I, I like how it's uh, where 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 it sets in terms of time where I can point that out. I see a lot of familiarity in terms of like both like from the films and like 
other continuity in terms of like like the expanded universe where I can like oh that's from that or something like that. So it's mm, it's nice. it, it 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 does feel very fan servicey at times or like more <laughs> fan filmish, especially the first ten minutes. I'm like oh. I'm not sure how I feel about this. There's quite a few cliches in like the writing. Yeah, I I mean that's to be expected. I think. I mean, yeah. especially that end. It is Star Wars. <laughs> uh, especially the ending, which I I like, but like yeah. I knew it was leading in this direction. I I just like yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. But like I to know like what was what was gonna be, I was like whoa. Yeah. So I'm still not sure honestly how it all fits together because, um, I'm just confused about the timeline. Because uh, at one point somebody mentions the Empire, yeah, but at another point they don't seem to be f- familiar with. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything. What? I can't. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, I can. You I can. Got probably, the glossary right I, here. I can. I know. I can answer <laughs> this. So apparently, this is after Episode Six, maybe uh, within maybe a year. I want to say. So like the, mm. the 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 Empire is just more of like a remnant, right? They're like okay. they're scattered a little bit. And uh, so that's when you see like no look well this is in the trailers like stormtroopers like uh, around and uh, oh yeah that's true um so like as if like they're just like trying to like scramble together and trying to like like maybe like pick up where the uh, where, from the ashes basically they're gotcha. trying to like do something here okay. so that you know helps. like that you know they they mention there's a lot of weird things that they mention where it's like they could be talking about this or that like they mentioned a purge you could be talking about the Jedi purge like from uh, episode 3 mm-hmm. there's um, but yeah uh, and Taika Waititi in this at the end of, at the end of this he's there oh, oh of yeah course, of course he's there <laughs> I was so Why should I, even I was so worried on how he was going to deliver this and I love it yeah. I, I he's lo- a great actor I, well well he, He's acting through CGI, oh, but like, no. but no, it it it, it works, and I'm so happy yeah. because it's exactly how I I would Who envision this character. how I envision this like machine like like moving in in on screen. Like I've only seen this in games like Shadows of the Empire, like a oh. big game. Uh, but uh, nice. I I was so happy. Like the, the way he moves and everything, especially he's like dynamic with uh, Pedro Pascal, her, our titular Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how he emotes through his helmets. Like you're not going to see him take off that that thing. Maybe at the <laughs> maybe not until the last episode. But uh, yeah, I, I thought we'd get it at the end of this episode of uh, the pilot. Yeah, that's nah, going to be a while. I I'm happy. I'm happy for it. I I, eh, I don't mind it either way. I, I dig it just because well, like that's also just like part of their culture like in terms of like like from what i've like researched and everything i don't know shit about mandalorians oh it's i know shit about metachlorian metachlorians the metachlorian (laughs) it's just just like a little speck uh i i like it i i'm i'm pleasantly surprised and it gives me hope i i was not really into it for a long time but then once taika shows up it it just really picks up i like um how that dynamic unfolded and I think the Mandalorian he really needs somebody to play off of by himself he's not that interesting I think you'll see that uh, but like he's he's just doing that kind of like 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 I'm a lone wolf type thing yeah. I mean that that's it's it's got that western motif mm-hmm. behind it and that's that's kind of what I appreciate mm-hmm. so uh, but yeah, that's uh, uh, that's that's my thoughts. That's I can't. I'm, I'm. I can't wait for more. Yeah. I like uh, the second episode. I'm just gonna say it's 32 minutes. The first one was 39 minutes. So I like how they're 
you know, not conforming to any standards. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I like how they're keeping it short. I was expecting it to be like, you know, 55 no minutes yeah. or something. Also, uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is directing the next episode. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Episode three or two? Three. Uh, okay. I think this one was, um, I forget his name. Oh, yeah. I, I did see it in the credits, but uh, I forgot who it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, one more thing. The guy who directed the first episode was meant to be like the... Um, the man to take over for George Lucas. I just wanted to point that out there. And I, mm. I think I, I, it was the first time he worked in live action. Mm. He's done so much animation, like, like going all the way back. You'll like, do like the Clone Wars and stuff, or no? Oh yeah, he like he he's res- totally he he wrote it, directed it. Um, but like he goes his his track record goes all the way back from like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Ah. So like that, you know, I would say when when, uh, when when it comes to writing and like you know like voice direction it's he's right there so i i give him more to do i i i i want to see him i want to see him thrive get get take kathleen kennedy out of her seat and put him there he'll know he he knows exactly what the fans want and he gave it to me and just you just me you can you can bang your your symbols now oh i know i left them in a distant place but unfortunately i think that concludes our star wars news yeah i'm 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 done i'm done (laughs) all right i got tv First, I'm going to start with uh, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, Season 4. Mm. Can you believe it's been four seasons already? Well, technically, they do like a half a season as a season on Netflix there. Um, it's still sense. holding strong. I like it. I'm halfway through this season. Um, Gina Davis is there. I know you mentioned... Gina yeah, Davis! You mentioned... What's she doing? She's doing a lot lately. She's in Glow. She's in this. She's got that Netflix deal that she's banging out. Yeah. Um, but she's there, and we get our first uh, gender-fluid character, which is interesting. I was like, that's cool for a kid's animated show. Mm-hmm. And they don't make a big deal out of it. It's just there. Yeah. What's gender-fluid? Can it's you like can you drink? Identify. Can you drink that? <laughs> I would, but um, there are children listening right now, so I can't. Um, are there? Is it just like in the way they're uh, depicted? Well, they're like a screen? shapeshifter, so they oh. shift into different things. So oh, okay, yeah. so a disguisey. <laughs> Basically, a disguisey. Can't we let that movie die? <laughs> Jerry no. Byman, get him! <laughs> Sweet Jerry Byman, headshot. Oh, God. May he reign forever. Ugh. Uh, He's leaking cherries. Uh, speaking of something just as scary as uh, Cherry Pie Man, The Little Mermaid Live. We must oh, yeah. discuss. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. I did kind of watch this. I didn't know where to put this. Uh, I knew it didn't fit into the anime territory, and it definitely was a movie or theater of was, any sort. It was so. a little anime. I yeah. wasn't expecting them to go the route that they did. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they went the safer route. Yeah, they did like a Hollywood Bowl Junior sort of thing where they played the movie in the background, and then the musical numbers were like big stage numbers, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I get this. And overall, it was pretty okay. I'm like, they're they're trying their best, but that yeah. flounder puppet haunts my nightmares <laughs> yes. to this day. It's the scariest fucking thing that I've ever seen. Its eyes are glowing, and it's just always hunting you down. Um, uh, it's a T-1000. <laughs> yeah, the girl who played Ariel was the girl who voiced Moana, so that was interesting to oh, see okay. her get some I didn't some know work. that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Queen Latifah killed it as Ursula. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Stamos was there as John Louis Stamos. For no I, reason. I, didn't, I didn't know that. You could just what? feel he secondhand embarrassment that he's, he's singing Les Passons, Les Passons. He, he wasn't Prince, what's his name? No, it was some other dude that I'm like, who are you? I don't, I don't really Listen, care. that 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 sexy grandpa uh, should, should be the prince. Oh, yeah. And then Shaggy was there as Sebastian. <laughs> and I really? Was like, Shaggy, you're still alive. And then he has an extremely normal speaking voice, but his singing <laughs> voice is like, you know, Shaggy. Yeah. So oh, I don't wait. know. What, I yeah. thought you were unintelligible. I, I thought you were. 
Well, I was thinking uh, uh, Shaggy from the live-action Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> that was Matthew Lillard. No, it wasn't that Matthew That would have been, been racist. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a crab. Any, you're not being racist. Yeah, but like, you know, the, the, the well, vocal I mean, complexion. Well, I like the Caribbean, you know, Jamaican yeah. Somebody got to nail that yeah. girl's flippers to the floor. See, that would have been racist then, so I do see where you're well, saying Well, that's what that. they did in the cartoon, right? Yeah. What is, it, what is the little white guy? That voice, Sebastian? I, I'm assuming it's gotta be. I don't think it is. I feel like it's gotta be. Oh, well. Well, it, it's not that, you know, imperative. Quick, to the want. IMDb mobile. Well, anyways, <laughs> Little Mermaid Live, if you want a good scare for right after Halloween. Nice. Just stare into Flounder Puppet was, Eyes. Was this better than Rent Live? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just taking a good shit. No, nobody broke their leg and had to, like, you no. know, like... Okay. All right, it would seem that uh, Sebastian was voiced by uh-huh. an African-American voice actor. Boom. And actor. Wow. Who uh, was born in Camden. Hey. Oh, New Jersey. No, South Carolina. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Um, then we have Drag Race UK. Last episode is next week. I'm very excited. We missed two episodes. One of them is the classic marketing yourself as a product so they had to market themselves as bottles of different waters. Hmm. So we got bag of chips saying, my my water is flavored like a bag of chips. You can feel the sausage running down your throat. And it was very, yeah, I know. Well, that was the judge's reaction, but they did it with comedy. Yeah. And um, uh, it was a very strong top five that went into an even stronger top four. Uh, where you have to make over one of your family members, and this is always the challenge that like sends the fan favorite into a tizzy. And naturally, Bag of Chips is my fan favorite, and she almost went home, but she was saved by an Amy Winehouse lip sync, and this was hmm. the first Amy Winehouse song. And you know how I love my girl Amy, so you know this was a, a very powerful lip sync. This nice. is the um, I want to say the closest top three we've ever had. It's like you've been watching from the beginning. You're like, oh, all right, these three are going to be in the the top three, but I don't know how they're going to decide because they each have the same number of wins. Mm. And they each have, like, a, a niche talent. Um, so this finale is going to be lit next week. Um, unfortunately, American Horror Story 1989 ended this week. 1984. Uh, oh, right. sorry. They, <laughs> Unless they skipping, time jump. They've been skipping 1984, 1989, uh, 2019. Oh. So they skipped between three different time periods for this. Okay. Um, but I actually really like this season. A lot of people on the internet hated this season. <laughs> um, it's... One of the plots was they're like putting this uh, camp uh, band thing together where like all the famous singers all over the world come to this stupid camp in America for no reason to sing for a charity event. So band camp? Basically. But National Lampoon. There's a plot camp. that Richard Ramirez wants to kill every 80s musician in existence. And we never really see them, but we get constant mentions of them. Um, and the season finale was actually really good too. I think Emma Roberts is smoking this season because she's a brunette. In this season, and she's just looking better than she ever did in her life. I'm like, good for you, Emma Roberts. Nice. You do that. And um, I do like that the, it ended kind of on a, a positive note for an American Horror Story season, because usually it's just a gore fest, and then it's like, well, <laughs> you watch that for no reason. But this felt, you know, like it had a loose storyline. Okay. And I do like that how Ryan Murphy, you know, he still connects all the seasons and the characters from all the different seasons that we've watched previously. I like that about this. And my last TV case is none other than The Good Place. Um, I'm all I haven't, caught up. I haven't caught up. It's gotten way better. Okay. Um, there was a big cliffhanger followed by another big cliffhanger. Nice. Um, with a twist that no one saw coming. Um, mm. But I'm, I'm interested again. Okay. I'm back into it. I think we only have a few episodes left. But It's supposed to end in January with, I think, a 90-minute special. Wow. I believe so. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just love Maya Rudolph on the show too. Whenever the judge shows up, mm. oh, I'm yeah. like, 
living for everything she's doing. <laughs> and that's all my TV. Cool. Yeah. Bang bang. Bang bang. Who wants to pick up the movie phone? Uh, oh. I've 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 got a couple. I've got three. <laughs> I've got ten. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, no, he does. Do. Oh my Why god! Why wouldn't he? Okay. Where do you have? All this time. Uh, he hasn't been playing Pokemon, so we know that's true. I not where that. his time goes. I spent an hour on it today. I got my uh How? my Scoville. My Squoval. Sobble? No, no. Oh, your no. squirrel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big squirrel thing. Squevit? I, I don't know how to pronounce these stupid names. And uh yeah. I went into the tall grass, uh haven't come out. Well, I know <laughs> one of Matt's I also share. Right. And that's about it. So who wants to go first? Uh, my, I'll, I'll keep it short. I mean, I, I've taken uh, advantage of my Disney Plus account, mm-hmm. and I've gone back and I've only like rewatched some of my favorites that are, that that are have been released from the Disney. I saw Vault. your rant on Jungle Book avatars on Twitter. I'm I, aware. I, I, I love I love I love the Jungle Book. Yeah, that, nice. like it, no other Disney movie compares. I wow. I don't know. I just I, I it's very wholesome. I think there's a there's a lot of good messages in it. I mean. It's it's short. It's uh it's sweet, and it's uh it's just one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I, I I I dig it. I love all the music. Um, Lion King one and a half. I've gone back I, and rewatched. I actually like that. You know, I I it's not I, bad. I love how tongue in cheek and like like yeah. it doesn't take itself too yeah. seriously. And you know I I, I love um oh sh- wow what, who am Nathan I Lane. Nathan Lane. Uh, Marge. Oh yeah, <laughs> Marge is in it. not Yardley Smith. The other, or is that Yardley Smith? I think so. Or is that Lisa? Oh, I don't know. I think that's Lisa. Hmm. Well, well anyway, uh, yeah. You're not rewatching those old Simpsons episodes? What in in sixteen? Oh yeah, that's that right. Nine? They're like on the size of a postage stamp. No. She is Lisa. Yeah. Um, it's another weird name for Marge. I always forget her, but okay. she's in that that movie with, you know, that we watched in high school about the. Was Robin Williams in that movie? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Awakenings. Awakenings. Oh, yes. that was a good movie. I yeah. love that movie. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, not too weird a name. It's Julie Kavner. Julie Kavner. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Odd. Uh, also, I watched uh, Aladdin, King of Thieves. Arguably the best Aladdin movie. There's a party in Agrabah. Oh, it's Is that the, the first sequel or the second or third that's sequel? The, that's the third one. Oh, the second, second one, um, uh, Dan Castellaneto. Another Castellaneta. Castellaneta. Castellaneto. Another Simpsons uh, yeah. uh, uh, person. They're just always connected, aren't they? Uh, uh, filled filled in for Robin when um, he... he didn't he, fill in. He was n- obligated to because Robin was like, fuck you, Disney. Well, he didn't want to be on the poster. And then it's like... Yeah. And then, well, like, he didn't want to be like... like he didn't want to be sold yeah, and, by the mouse. And that's what happened. So we, we got uh, Homer to to um, to voice him for X amount of he projects. He does a pretty good job. He's in all the Kingdom Hearts games, too. Yeah, he, he's all right. Um, I love him. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I I don't know. It, it, it's just the genie movie, if, if you ask me. And, and all the gags work. I think I think it's a, it's a treasure of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess in terms of uh, new movies, I watched uh, Dolomite Is My Name. Ooh. Uh, I love this movie. This nice. movie's great. Uh, it's another great it's a, things. It's another Netflix movie. Um, tells the story of uh, Rudy Ray Moore, who uh, was kind of like uh, like a rising kind of like kind of black exploitation mm-hmm. um, director, director, um, comedian, mm-hmm. uh, someone who just wanted to be like in the spotlight, and he uh, he tried like 
all different kinds of means. He tried to be, you know, like sell these records like under the table and like nobody wanted to listen to him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like he actually like made a character for himself and like he would go to nightclubs and he'd do all the like and create the character of, of Dolomite. And uh, it, it's, it's just a good time. It's, it's, it's a good biopic. Uh, it, it, it has just a lot of like great characters of people that just come like come and go like Snoop Dogg, Craig T. Robinson, um, uh, Titus is in this. I don't know his Titus actual name. Andromeda. Burgess. Titus Andromeda yeah. from yeah. Schmidt. Yeah. Uh, Titus Burgess. Yeah. yeah. He does. He does a pretty good job. Um, a lot of people. Oh, Wesley Snipes. Wow. Like you don't, you don't see much of him anymore. And mm. he, he, uh, Where he been? he's, he's hysterical in this. Like I haven't seen him do a role like this. Uh, since I want to say Tu Wong Fu, oh, he's he's got a that's ni- long ways away though. But like he's got a nice kind of flamboyancy about him, yeah. you know. He, he, he um he, he's done he, other he, things. He, he plays like the director of like the, them of uh, the Dolomite, Dolomite movie, and uh, he's he's he tries to make himself like say like yeah I'm a, I'm an I'm an artist you know I I was in Rosemary's Baby like weren't you the 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 elevator operator yeah. in that like you want to fight? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it's it, it's it's definitely got that that flair of like you. You, you really want to see this loser like really want to come up and, and make really make it and he mm-hmm. does you know and it, that that's what's so cool like you, know, you, you go um Rudy, Rudy Ray Moore goes on to uh you know make like Disco Godfather all these like all these like, really like like intentionally schlocky films that everyone just loves just like the, the the weird like karate stuff that where punches don't land almost unintentionally but it's like yeah we'll leave it in there whatever mm-hmm. so it's 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 got that vibe of um I want to say uh, Ed Wood mm. or um, Men on the Moon. I think it's the same writers that do that too, and I love those movies. I think they're hysterical, and I mm-hmm. just I, I love the the people who portray them, you know. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy here, one one of his best roles, I want to say, and mm. uh, it's it, you really just see like him like be like really in concern, yeah, uh, in, uh, insecure about himself mm-hmm. or he's, he's talking about his weight where it's like, I don't think people will, will like me. I don't know if like this will happen. And, mm-hmm. and it, 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 it's pretty good. You know, um, I feel it, like there's a, maybe some of his current mindsets went into that role. I think so. You know, he, he hasn't been around in a while. Th- listen, th- this, this would put him right back on that track. I think yeah. people for a long time were like, if he put on a new, new movie, or it's like Eddie Murphy's back, and like no, he's not. Like this, this is one. This is this is the ticket. Yeah, I think he he he's excellent in this. Good, uh, good. and and he de- and he dedicates the movie to uh to Charlie Murphy too, which Charlie uh, Murphy, which which was nice, you know, because like he he passed away a couple years ago, and yeah. uh, it was uh and it was just it was nice. Mm. And I I I love it. I totally recommend. It's a, it's hysterical. It's emotional. Well, uh, like not like uh, crazy emotional, but. It's uh, it does it does the job really well. So mm-hmm. nice. that's that's me. All right, that's my movies. I'll go next. Um, I actually had three Criteria movies on this list at first, but one of them I'm saving for this podcast. It'll probably be the next movie we pick Ooh. if it fits into our theme. If we do a theme or have a theme, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But uh, I watched a Japanese movie by the name of the Green, uh, the flavor of green tea over rice by Yasujiro Ozu. It's a 1950s movie, black and white. It's basically a, a Japanese domestic drama about finding harmony in marriage and uh, accepting one another's difficulties or differences in life. And I think it's just, you know, a nice, feel-good, um, simple... It's nothing to write home about. It's 1950s, but I just like it. Nice. Um, it fits in with your Bergman box, it, I think. It, it does feel a little bit Bergman. And, you know, I didn't get to Bergman box this week, but oh. eventually I haven't had time, being that I'm dying... Um, but we're all dying, aren't we? Next, um, and I pardon if I mispronounce this name because I'm Polish and this is a Polish director. 
um, Agnieszka Smozinska's 1970s slash 80s pop disco uh, parody of the Little Mermaid musical horror movie, The Lore. That's Um, a lot. I thought that this was going to be Mark's pick because, I don't know, I thought that Mark was into this movie somehow. And no, we I, had, I never even heard of it. I, I know, I, I got to that too, but it was interesting that you were like, oh, my pick is on back order. And I was like, yeah. hmm, this movie that I also got, which is a horror movie loosely, it didn't fit with your hint in any way, was on back order. So I was like scratching mm. my chin, but I think I know what we're watching anyway. Uh, um, we'll wait and see. Anyways, The Lore, it's a Polish musical set to parody or kind of like spin on The Little Mermaid, being that we just watched Little Mermaid Live, this is applicable. Um, it was really good. Bloody, beautiful, and tons of good fun. It opens on uh, the Donna Summer song, I feel good, I feel good, I feel good, you know? <laughs> and it's just send this disco, and it's these two mermaid sisters that, you know, kill these human beings in very bloody ways, and then they sing in the club about it. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's what a mermaid does. I know. A siren of the sea. Oh! Yes. Um, yes. Who, who knew after watching The Lighthouse that uh, that mermaids have vaginas? Oh. Well, in this movie, they do too. <gasps> what? Came out hey, before. Yeah, I think that's a, a common thing. It's just in the tale. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know the old saying. Insert offensive <laughs> saying here <laughs> about mermaids and their tales. Uh, there see we don't even have to do the bad humor we could just let the audience do it and fill in the blanks themselves there you go and then our last movie um me and matt shared a watch mm-hmm. of this none other than one of my favorite stephen king recent novels in the recent years is uh dr sleep oh. by mike flanagan all right and um i'll go first i really right. enjoyed this nice. um it was way more kubrick fan service than i thought stephen king would allow <laughs> um, it was definitely different than the book as I commented consistently into Matt's ear. I was like, this didn't happen in the book. This didn't. But I understand what and they changed. they punched you in the face. Well, <laughs> no, because obviously our audience didn't read a book or know what a book is. <laughs> and I know Matt certainly can't read. So. I've never uh, read. Yeah. <laughs> but I do appreciate what Mike Flanagan did with this. I think it was stylistically good looking. Um, I understand the certain changes he made in respects to the original Shining novel, the Stanley Kubrick movie, and then Stephen King's um, adaptation or, you know, original work of Dr. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a fun watch. Uh, I wanted there to be a little bit more fan service, and I think those are fighting words for Matt when he eventually and, describes. Yeah. But I'll give it a solid 7 out of 10. That, well, that's about where I fall. Yeah. I actually think I fall a little higher on mm-hmm. that. And um, it, it feels bad for me with Mike Flanagan because every time he directs a movie, I'm like, this should be a miniseries. And every time he does a miniseries, I'm like, this should be a movie. <laughs> and this, I feel, should have been a miniseries. A bit closer to the book, but I, I appreciate for what it was worth. Uh, pretty much where what it boils down to me is I really like the first two hours. Yeah. Um, and they, they retcon in very interesting ways. Yes. Um, I thought they were going somewhere more clever with it than they end up doing, mm-hmm. which... Um, was disappointing to see mm-hmm. and the last half hour i just couldn't really get into i i didn't care for the climax that much Ugh. and i had to pee so bad throughout this movie <laughs> yeah. like the last hour i was like struggling in my seat and i was like when's a good time to, time to go and they kept changing things i'm like i don't know what they're gonna put next like i want to see what they're doing and for the climax i was like all right this could have been a little bit more climactic how long is this movie yeah. two and a half hours oh. yeah. same as the shining yeah pretty much um I will say that it ends differently and they make use of like, you know, that big set piece that isn't mm-hmm. present in the the final novel. But um I thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I said it was great for a while mm-hmm. and then it kind of tapered off, but it's it's a good watch. Um 
I guess I'm glad it was made. Like I don't know if, <laughs> if well, I don't know if it's better than maybe Pet further Cemetery further remake, down the line. That's for true. Did he direct that? Yeah. yeah. Oh he wow. He does all the Stephen King stuff. Wow. Flanagan? Yeah. He did Pet Cemetery? Yeah. No I mentioned way. this up. I mentioned this a thousand times. So he did two movies in one year. It wasn't the. Was that this year? Yeah. Yeah. Then That's he did. crazy. Yeah. Wow. But uh. And two Stephen King movies, nonetheless. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if it would have been you know better if it had been handled down the line or. I think Ewan McGregor is good in this movie. Oh yeah, he's yeah. good. He's he's yeah, it's very just good. Interesting. Yeah. How was the deep fake on uh, Scatman? Oh, it was pretty good. That was very good. Yeah, all I think. Well, Matt is not a fan of all the deep fakes, but I, I think I all wish, the deep fakes in this movie were pretty good. I uh, wish there was a they good had Shelley a Duvall budget. impression that I loved. <laughs> that sounded I'm, just like her. I'm still not sure if they inserted the original audio because the line is exactly the same it's when they exactly repeat it. Exactly how she pronounces Danny. <laughs> Danny. I was like, Shelley, are you here? Yeah, that was that was eerie. Yeah, but uh, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it was that, good. It didn't put you to sleep, though. Right? No, it no. did not. Oh, that's my movie phone. Strap in for nine more movies. Sorry, <laughs> Matt Cabrera. No, this is going to be quick. This is going to be yeah, you say that. very fast. Yeah, all right. Sure, Jim. First up, I watched The Addams Family. <gasps> this oh, is, uh, wait, the, the original? The animated. Oh, r- fuck this. R- I'm leaving. It's not really a remake, but like the animated, I don't know, okay. continuation or reboot of the franchise. Um, that's probably going to get a sequel, but I really wish it didn't. It's uh, it was not good. <laughs> really, it was. Some people yeah. enjoyed this, like a good amount of people shady. enjoyed this. I I, just, I was kind of excited for it. Oh no! I, I just all the jokes were so flat to me. Oh, even like decent references that they made, just the delivery was just not up to par. But and two weeks ago, I just started you off on Adam's Family Values, and I now know. you're going to go to the shitty alternative. Wow, we already had the tickets. But uh, yeah, especially you know comparing them back to back the way we did, and there's just no comparison. The new one is is it pales in comparison. Uh, the animation style is not very good. Mm. Um, the story is just so kind of like generic and standard. It's just not. Uh, it was disappointing. Oh. Uh, I don't recommend it. Oh, that's sad. Uh, next up, we got Terminator: Dark Fate. Dun 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 dun. dun. Which I think you wanted to discuss last time. I did, yeah. I, I Oh, yeah. I totally forgot I watched off the movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. This movie fucking... Was it awful? This movie stinks. Wow. It was bad. It's, uh... Water me shocked. It, it, it's, uh... It goes against everything that the... Uh, well, hold on a second. So we have to retcon at least two, three other films that, that come after T2. Yeah. I've only watched one of them. And I don't remember Salvation. Uh, yeah. And... and Literally, like whatever the ending of that, it picks off right where T two ends up, mm-hmm. and then, and it, it's just so stupid. It's <laughs> so dumb what they do here. Yeah, should we mention it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they kill John Connor. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm as just kidding. A, I as, know as a boy, yeah. but like in the year like ninety eight so, or something. So people had said like Edward Furlong, who who played him in uh in T two, mm-hmm. uh, was in this movie. Uh, yeah. uh which would would be hard because he's a he's a washed up um the chubby man and uh they, but they i guess like he was consulted on like using his like child likeness or something like mm-hmm. that and it's a slap in the face it really is it it, it really just goes against uh um the uh, a really good movie and makes a very shitty uh sequel and i think they use kind of a deep fake for uh linda hamilton here too if we're on that subject yeah, yeah. here yeah 
Um, yeah, it's terrible. They, they try not to show her face as much as possible in this scene. Yeah. I wish I didn't see any of her face, to be honest. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> mind. Prune. Oh, my goodness. So offensive. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean she, she's, she's, her time. she's just not good in this movie either. Oh. I don't like her here. I think it's also just because of the material that she's been given. Yeah. Or, or anybody, for that matter. Yeah. I just, the characters are, are dumb, and it's it's pretty much just they're trying to redo T1 and T2 with new characters, yeah. with the new cast. Mm-hmm. And they just come across as so flat to me they're especially our, our our new kind of uh let's protect this person because they are important for the future yeah and i it's like she i forgot about her like uh, almost like <laughs> she's that bland that, she just pretty much like for uh for two two to three quarters of the movie i i was like oh he, she's here i forgot yeah yep. the only <laughs> even character though, she's standing right there oh you're here <laughs> even though she like like this uh, she, she's the I guess uh, MacGuffin for the film, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Oh wow, I forgot a, a, a block of wood was, uh, was <laughs> our was, was our lead yeah. here." The the only character building they do for this this our, our new heroine is um her taking care of her family in her introduction scene, and then that's it. We yeah. don't like ever really get her thoughts on anything else, or she's not given a, a moment to shine. I. I like so bland. I like in the scene. I, I just point something out here. It's like when they have to get like a transportation somewhere, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, like uh, we need to go here." Like, "Oh, why? Why is that?" Oh, because um, uh, people from the future are trying to kill us, and uh, we're trying to do this. And it's like we don't believe you. And then our uh, new ter- Terminator or our cyborg woman from the future mm-hmm. throws a knife mm-hmm. in slow motion and just slices a fly in half, oh. like. Okay, and then it's like, wow, everyone's so impressed by that. Yeah, like you, like, you, we mu- saw that. It's you, like, it's like she could have just threw a knife, and then like that's it. Like you really just saw like her cut a fly in half, or like, yep. just, it's it's so dumb. What did the fly do? I don't know. It got too close. Will that be in the sequel? Yeah, <laughs> that fly was actually John uh, Connor. I just this movie was too much action, not enough like uh, everything else enough needed anything. to make a movie. Yeah. Um, not enough like emotion or writing or development. It's they fight the Terminator like four or five different times in different settings, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. Like none of it goes anywhere. It's no. not in service of anything to the plot. It's just action for action's sake, and it just doesn't work. It's, awesome. it's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, do not recommend. <laughs> yeah. uh, next, we watched Harriet. Oh. oh. Uh, also, do not recommend <laughs> this. Uh, not even Cynthia Ivrio oh, and what I, uh, Janelle Monae. Re- reading, no. reading how how it ends. I was I like, oh, read on yeah. Twitter how it ended, and I went, yep. "Whoop!" Oh yeah, that was bad. We should yeah. mention that. So, um, just say this movie creates a new character oh, um, no. in history, uh, who is a black bounty hunter, uh, kind of a race trader. He is entrusted with uh finding escaped slaves and he's supposed to be like the best in the biz and it's just Django (laughs) and it's it's just not good or really well it's not handled well at all it's just kind of briefly mentioned and Mm -hmm. you don't really see why this has come about um you know I guess it's due to money but there's just nothing that makes it convincing and um also, at the end, that character actually has a very unceremonious death. He's killed by um, by the white slave owner mm-hmm. um, or former slave owner of Miss Harriet Tubman. 
and he the slave owner is hunting Harriet down. Harriet has an opportunity to, you know, shoot him, to maim him or kill him at the end. You know, all the suffering that he and his family have caused them, um, multiple deaths in in Harriet's family or just uh, the community surrounding them. You know, a chance to avenge all that, but she just just gives throws it all away with like a super cheesy line about like no there's a war coming and so i want you to be on the battlefield and like hear your brother's screams and yelps and things like that and then she's like just just get out of here and it's (laughs) like at least you know shoot him in the leg or or arm or something maim him yeah scalp him do something stick him in a stew you you read my (laughs) yeah i got you don't worry uh but okay even if that doesn't satisfy like my bloodlust um in a way that i thought would have been vital to the film um it's just not good they give harriet what they just ruin what made her uh what made her her in culture in uh history they give her um they never mention that she has epilepsy they mention that she has like a, a mental condition caused by um caused by a former slave owner which mm-hmm. is accurate but then they kind of play it up for laughs like she's describing it to somebody else and the person writes in their in their little journal like possible brain damage and like it, it is kind of played up for laughs like people in my audience were oh, no. were uh laughing a bit mm-hmm. and it's like that's just not how you handle it um and instead of like really having violent uh forceful seizures like like she would have they gave her kind of superpowers she's basically a superhero she she could like stand in uh oh she's in, sister knight she a little, uh, <laughs> she could stand in the middle of a field and like what a power and have a have a vision in like a what? a blue tone blue overtone and it's like okay this is what's going to happen in the future i can sense it it's like a, wait she has a the power of God. forethought Pretty much. No, she, she's yeah, she's got uh, that um, Sherlock Holmes uh, vision uh, where he could picture the the yeah. opponent's moves. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so she knows everything that's about to happen. This never like gets in her way. Um, <laughs> this never like has an impact on her. She says it's painful, but it really doesn't show that. It doesn't go anywhere. It's just it's literally a superpower that she could somewhat use at will. Oh no! And it, it just it plays it up so badly just they they ruin everything that made uh made her special and made her legacy what it is um yeah it was bad oh. <laughs> i don't recommend it wow uh next we watched midway by roland emmerich oh the, uh, disaster artist basically disaster oh. movie artist um he did the day after tomorrow 2012 things like that this I actually liked it better than Harriet. Wasn't expecting it to. It was, was this that horror movie? No, no. This was a uh, World War Two, oh, the Battle of Midway. I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, I I thought it was uh decent. I mean, I went in with low expectations. I was surprised that I didn't hate it. Um, the writing is generic. It's not really there. The characters aren't that great, and they all kind of look the same to me. So I got confused for like a while. <laughs> Um, it's like wow, Woody Harrelson's really looking like Dennis Quaid right now. <laughs> no, well, a little bit, but uh, no, it was uh, the younger characters. Apparently, Nick Jonas is in this too. His um, name is Jonas. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it was okay. It was somewhat 
fair and balanced in its portrayal, or at least more so than I thought it would be. It wasn't like super nationalist on America's side, only, you know, moderately. But it does show, it does give a lot of screen time to the Japanese forces. Um, again, more than I was expecting, at least. It, it was okay. It's it's a theater movie, it's a popcorn movie, but it wasn't as bad oh, as it could have been. Is every movie a popcorn I, movie with you? <laughs> I, I, I did see an ad where um, actual like, like veterans uh, from uh, the Battle of Midway were, uh-huh. were watching clips of uh, it and it because like it kept cutting back to like scenes from the trailer okay. until it, th- them just like blatantly staring at it and then it's like close-ups on them like wiping their eyes oh, like Lord. this doesn't no this isn't real <laughs> they didn't watch uh, this movie yeah that's kind of dumb <laughs> especially yeah. for like how big this movie is like the saving prior ryan that's a movie that if a veteran saw yeah. that and i know like my dad has a friend whose father who fought there and when they when he watched it it was like was it really that bad and he's like worse so I, I I would imagine watching this movie would be almost comical to, to some regard. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of death in this movie. There's like some gruesome-ish deaths. Not really. Um, mostly in the beginning, a lot of people burn to death from uh, from the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor. They mm-hmm. depict that. But when all these kind of nameless characters are dying, you know, you're not invoked to feel a certain way about it. You're just like, okay, whatever, which kind of sucks. Like that is not this movie doing its job it's not doing what it's supposed to do but it gets a little better by the end mm-hmm. um and it was in dolby good rumbles in dolby <laughs> oh i forgot to mention <laughs> that mention about dr sleep the rumble yeah surprisingly the, good like, it's not a good score and i didn't like yeah. that they could have used the shining score way more they use it like an opening and the ending and that's it mm-hmm. um it's mostly just a heartbeat it's mo- mostly a heartbeat but dolby did get a point from me because it was effective. I was like, oh, okay, I yeah. get this. For every every time the heartbeat, the seat yeah. would rumble. Yeah, and it didn't help bit. my bladder a bit, <laughs> mind you. Every time a child's soul was sucked out, you just... Yeah. <laughs> Esteem. Mm. Oh, let's see what we got. We got Lady and the Tramp on oh, Disney+. Oh, don't spoil this. I want to watch this tomorrow. But was it good? He's a tramp. Did they have the song He's a Tramp in it or no? I mean I that's a, that's a, that's a staple. I, I think they kind of did, but not. I, I didn't by like, like that. Peggy Lee or whatever. I wasn't crazy about that one. I didn't like it that much. Oh, it I, it like was one okay. Of my Disney songs. It wasn't the worst song on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't the best. But Do they still have the Siamese song? In there? We are Siamese, if you please. No. They probably cut it because it's racist. <laughs> that, that was a trick question. They two have... white women singing that. <laughs> two or old women. No, it's two old white women. I saw it. You saw, you saw it? You were I there? Did. I did. I was in the recording booth. Yeah, you went shaking your head back uh, and forth. Oh, man. I didn't know about that. I'm not very familiar with the original. Oh, I, like at all. The original is one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. I might have it's, seen it. It's on there. You yeah. can you can watch it now on yeah, Disney+. Yeah, Plus. Right. Use your Disney Plus subscription. Oh, I'm going to, I'm that going I thought it. you were going to share. Oh, you just asked me. I got you. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll hit you up the deets good to know afterwards but um no this was really good this was a uh, more than any other uh, Disney live action remake this year or most ever. years yeah, ever I would say Lady and the Tramp 2019 deserved to make it to theaters and I'm pretty sad it's it was a relegated that's my <laughs> expectations right now a lot of people don't like this movie huh. I I give it like high remarks I got Paddington-esque vibes oh. from from some of the writing some of the jokes um, the set design I was really into, and some of the cinematography, it it has its moments. Mm-hmm. Um, the CGI for the dogs is, it's not perfect, but it's better than I was expecting. It's good. Better than like Rescue Buddies or whatever those movies are. Oh, yes. <laughs> I saw a tweet going, why trap look like that? <laughs> it's just like a human mouth on a dog. <laughs> it's like a dog with dentures in his mouth, and I'm like... <laughs> 
but no, this was good. They they used real dogs, which I think went a <laughs> long way rescued. towards making it convincing. Yeah, they, they were all were adopted. Yeah, which is crazy. And then, and then they forced cute. them to act. <laughs> yeah, I know, act, stupid dog, act, <laughs> dance. Hey, it was their dreams. Yeah, I know. Before they got off the wrong they track, they went to dog acting school. Uh, but this this movie, it's the one that's brought me closest to believing uh, Disney's remake plans are viable and worthwhile. <laughs> Because then why didn't they release it in theaters? I, that's what I'm saying. I'm sad. <laughs> I, to, to push an app so you can put yeah. a movie out there and people they will watch this. Push it. It, everyone's yeah. been talking about it. Pretty much. Yeah, but for in terms of original content, they, you want you need something like that. They expected they to get uh, Ducktales. What more do I need? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> they expected to get ten to twenty, no, ten to eighteen million subscribers in their first year. They got it in the first twenty four hours. Give me my launch pad, McQuack. Oh. Let's see what else Give we got. Give me my Mrs. Pleakley any day of the week. <laughs> we got uh, the movie Countdown. Yeah, all my kids obsessed with this movie because we were really? playing an improv game called Countdown. They said, like the movie. I said, no, you dumb children. <laughs> like the game we about to play. I downloaded the app. I got a... Uh, I hate uh, you. Uh, I hate you. Well, we, now we have to fill this, fill this void. Yeah. I, I was going to die pretty soon. My so. kids are like... Do you want to know how long it's going to take till I die? And I'm like, no. I mean, that whole really bag of care. Popeyes. I mean, yeah, heart Ooh, attack. Yeah. <laughs> On the Looking drive home. Looking forward to it at this point. <laughs> uh, no, so I downloaded the app. But I think it gave me like a few days. So I, I cleared my, I cleared the cache, cleared the data. <laughs> uh, I basically used it as a new user. Now I got like 42 years or something. Wow. So take that death. <laughs> uh, the movie itself, it, it's it's really dumb. <laughs> Uh, the climax is, is it a Blumhouse really movie? stupid. It feels like another Wish Upon. No, it's it's an STX Entertainment movie. Ew, I don't yeah. even know what that is. is Wish Upon, though. They're bad and they're like almost bankrupt, which is kind of why I'm actually on their side now. <laughs> I, I want them to continue thriving. Um, they did Hustlers earlier this mm. year's with Annapurna, yeah. but they also did Ugly Dolls. Oh. My anyway, favorite <laughs> countdown. I say. Kill the leads, very boring, very uninteresting, but keep the side characters, which were actually kind of fun. You have a um, a phone hacker that they visit like two or three times who's uh, very smug, but he plays the role well. It, he actually like comes out with some, some solid jokes, um, and he's like looking for love, so he, he, there's like a whole little subplot with him, Tinder dating and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's the kind of cheesiness that this movie could have used more of. They also have a, a fun priest character who like... Wow, that's something I haven't <laughs> heard in years. A fun priest? Yeah, he's like he's like a young Nonsense. guy. Who, <laughs> he's like a young guy who believes in uh, demons and is the only one willing to hear out this these countdown apps cool, plays. It's hey. <laughs> Yeah, I think he... I think he does he smoke? He he might not smoke. Wow. But but he's like kind of cool. Rebel he, rebel. He, he knows how to use apps and stuff. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> are you guys my Grubhub?" And they're like, Jeez. "No." <laughs> they're like, "No, father. We're in church right now." No. So they go down to his office. They they spend like a long exposition scene trying to figure out what it was. Um and then at the end of it, it's kind of a decent joke. He's like at the end of it, he says something. It's like kind of dramatic and then he follows it up with something else. He's like but really, where the hell is my Grubhub? <laughs> because they spent this long exposition scene that took like an hour. And, uh, you know, it was supposed to be here by now. So that, uh, that was a bad movie. Is, is any of the deaths good? 
Uh, or does it take no, 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 does no. it take like a like five to forty years for them to actually get killed? Oh no! But I love that sequence and, uh, and, in Wish Upon where it's like, is she gonna die this way? Oh no! No, all no. the deaths are really bad. They yeah. pretty much just amount to uh, being dropped from a high, from from a a, a large height, from a grand height, <laughs> and you know, falling head or neck first onto onto a surface. I I, I know that this this it'll it'll just like cheat cheat you it's like oh yeah five years where it's like oh tomorrow yeah or it's like yeah you could be the, like the app was upside down or like yeah like the, the rules don't matter Instead of five a little minutes, bit it was five seconds <laughs> oh but one thing i i hate that is almost unforgivable is at the end of the movie you know they resolve it everything's fine and then the lead character gets a notification on her phone countdown 2.0 is now available we're now ready to install and it's like, uh, why did they delete the uh, the app? Dun, 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 oh, dun, it's dun. undeletable. <laughs> Shut the. You try dun, to dun, you dun, try dun, to delete dun, it, you get an error. Oh, what if you just destroy your phone? Uh, it follows you onto whatever new phone you get. Does it? They answer all these questions, which I kind of give them props. For. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that there's that. The world ends with you. Did it way better? Uh, Many years ago. Yeah. Uh, next, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, I want to see this. This was great. I loved it. Wow. Um, yeah. We could finally hear what Christian Bale actually sounds like. Yeah, I could pretty stop much. watching that stupid trailer that's been playing for every movie I've seen for the past five months. Yeah, that's kind of true. You called your fat, sir. We got to uh, fight Ferrari. <laughs> People moving out. People moving. <laughs> uh, this movie does try to do a lot, tries to juggle kind of lots of pieces that don't work in the first maybe hour or so. I think there is a director's cut. There must be that with uh, a few more scenes that kind of explain or uh, flesh out some of the characters uh, relationships and, and further define it than what we got in the finished product but despite that at two and a half hours it's it's it didn't feel that long at all i thought it was one of the shortest uh, two and a half hour movies i'd seen mm. in uh, at least in a long time and but people are that's really polarizing some people are are like uh, this was really long i was it was boring i fell asleep but i was engaged pretty much the whole time the whole way through um the racing scenes are are kind of thrilling, especially in Dolby. You get some good rumble in there, I gotta say. And the, the sound of the engine humming and roaring, oh, it's it's good stuff. This is one I recommend seeing in the theater. And uh, I just really, I really recommend it overall. I, I thought it was a strong film, good writing, good acting. Yeah, I, I like the story too. It, you know, they, they tweak it a little bit uh, from what the history actually was, but... Uh, like changes were good. <laughs> no, nothing as Do bad as that. Do these cars have superpowers too? <laughs> no, uh, no, they're not Herbie. <laughs> oh. Um, let's see. I guess I could also. I'm gonna mention. I'm gonna mention the Irishman. Ah. This was uh, three and a half hours. You didn't watch it at the Belasco Theater in New York nah, City? Not the no, Cranford no, no. Theater yeah. reopened? I need, I need my recliners. You didn't go to to see this movie be broadcast I, in the theater? I want to support Cranford, but... Oh, you, you should take a look at it. It's... But, it's new. But they don't like got new. Did it? Like they took yeah. down the box office. They, wow. It's just a big open space. Wow. They don't got recliners, right? They 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 got a whole new a whole new popcorn stand. Uh, every every <gasps> <laughs> they got they got they got new seats in the theaters. Wow, they, it's they, about time. After they they, they, they of tore years. up the carpet. Yeah, Thank finally God. they did something. <laughs> And all it took was uh, their lease the to be still non, not renewed. Yeah. All you have to do is just get the original owners and, uh, yep, bing, bang, boom. There you That's go. It. But, uh, no, good stuff. Uh, Irishman, 
I was a little bit disappointed. It's got a great first hour. It's mm-hmm. got a great last hour. There's an hour and a half in between that I What's didn't care that much for. Um, many people agree that it's not necessary, but they still like it because it's got Martin's, uh, it's got Scorsese's signature touch. Uh, a lot of what he touches is, turns to gold. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, in 2019, some of his signature trademarks, some of his style and go-to, especially in terms of the writing, is feeling a little, it's not dated, but it's not, you know, new or innovative. It's starting to feel a little, a tiny bit trite. So I could kind of see where, in, in any given scene, I could kind of see where uh, some of the writing would lead to in terms of either jokes or character relationships. Um, so I really, I would have preferred it to be a mini series. quite honestly. Mm. Doesn't work super well as a movie. Um, Is there an intermission? No intermission. That, no, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me either. Three and a half hours. Three and a half. Well, I, I think I can't sit down for that long. I think but. realistically it was three hours fifteen, and the other fifteen minutes were just like Netflix's permanent, uh, super long credits that they do for every language. Uh, but I didn't stick around to see. Um, it told you like this is the movie that's coming on next. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. To keep watching. <laughs> Autoplay so in five, four, yeah. three. No, go back. <laughs> If you like this, like fighting with my family, will uh, wow. the trailer will be right. Uh, but really strong performances here. It was a blast to see Joe Pesci back on the big screen. Uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci does a great job. I know where you live, Joe Pesci. <laughs> I, I rode by your house. Ooh. And um, the aging, or the de-aging and the aging was well done. I, I actually thought it worked really well. Probably the best I'd seen in any movie up till now uh, so I gotta give her props for that there is some horrible green screen um, like maybe an hour in though it's a short scene they didn't need it um, I would have preferred they just cut it completely instead of uh, use the green screen so the, mm. not all the special effects are up to par but it's it's a strong film just again did not need to be three and a half hours mm. um, yeah that's, oh and there was also weird chromatic aberration uh, at times, I don't know if it was my theater or if it was the movie. I'm inclined to think it's the movie. Or your eyes. Maybe you'll have to replace no, those. No, never. <laughs> so re- basically what that is is on the outlines of people's like faces or clothes, you see like a tiny little green line. Mm-hmm. Or uh, it's occasionally green. It's usually green, occasionally purple. I noticed it more than I wanted to. And I thought it, it just made me think things were in green screen more than they actually were. It's a, it kind of like cheapened the way it looked. Um could be the screen quality. I don't know. It could be. I'm not. Would I would have to. That would I'm gonna watch it once it hits Netflix. I'm gonna rewatch. And standard death. <laughs> I know. No, I'm only gonna see if I could find that aberration. I'm not watching this movie again for a while. <laughs> um. Next. Next. This is the last one. Oh. I saved this one for last. It's. It's Arctic Dogs. Oh, I don't you even, told me I don't you even, watched this I, I, and I nearly I, threw up in my mouth. I don't even know what this is. Ar- You're like, this movie was great. It's Arctic <laughs> fucking dogs. Yeah. Better than Snow Dogs? <laughs> no, he still hasn't watched Snow Dogs. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. For, well, he watched, oh, I watched still it. still wait for the review. This was... I. Uh, <laughs> all right, so here's the poster. I'm just going to show you guys the poster. I've seen it. I haven't. 
Wow. It just Was it, it one of that Fox? It looks like a straight to DVD. There's Zazu animation. <laughs> For the audience, it's the type of poster that if Matt went alone to this movie, I'd be concerned about it. It's him. like it's not even And for my children that I probably brought to this film. Like it's it, it's I know it's called Arctic Dogs, but there's yeah. only one dog and everyone's like a polar bear, there's a moose. Well, that's kind of the point of it. I think our main character I, I, that's the point of it, Mark. Come on. <laughs> well, no, our main character makes sense. Why, why wouldn't it? No, no, just no. turn your brain off. <laughs> no, sorry. It's a gun. <laughs> no, so our main character is a fox, but he's trying to be a dog. Oh no! Because <laughs> for some reason, this movie is about dogs delivering packages in Balto? the Arctic. Oh, this sounds Balto? like a oh so Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's um, and for some reason, these dogs are revered. They're like superheroes. They're like uh, the the presidents like of society, in a field. like yeah. underdog, <laughs> um, and they. Everyone just looks up to these delivery dogs for some stupid reason. Uh, we should we, we should point out uh, these are these are anapomorphic uh, yeah. dogs too. Yes. This, They're furry friends. Yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> um, so this is a crappy animated film. Really should have been directed DVD. I don't know how it got a theatrical release. Because people like you went to go see it, Matthew. Uh, He's movie man. He has to see everything. It, movie it, man. It was a bet that we did. Uh, with, with who? With the devil? Yeah. <laughs> with Beelzebub. Satan. <laughs> with Mephistopheles. <laughs> but um, I, I have a review. Uh, Jeremy Renner. He's he's the main voice. Oh he's no, the Arctic fox. No, he just got done uh, almost killing his wife and him. <laughs> I, and I, he's still gonna be Hawkeye in this uh, Netflix or this uh, Disney Plus somehow. series. Just use your deep fake money, Disney. <laughs> just don't hire him again. All right, Jeremy Renner has a voice for silent film. Maybe he could pass off the grunts emanating from his bloated, grotesque gullet as voice acting or singing. Are these your words? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, and yes, there are a couple of Renner originals sung here. He's also he's a music. He's a pop star. Did you guys know that? He no, he's not. I he, think he could sing. I never heard not this man sing. Though. He's not great. Yeah. Uh, I've heard him I don't sing like before, it. but not. He's trying to branch out into music. I think mm. he's like he's releasing an album sometime soon. I don't think that's a good idea. He released some originals for this soundtrack that oh. ooh, are bad. <laughs> um, so he could probably pass it off as voice acting or singing to young ones in the audience, but the rest of us weren't so easily convinced. <laughs> Heidi Klum, she plays the love interest. Nice. Switched accents so often, I should have made a drinking game out of it. She also sounded like a baby for a chunk of it too. You're a baby. Did ba- they make a seal joke? <laughs> I don't think so. With Heidi Klum? No. <laughs> Being married to Seal? They didn't. Oh. Not that I know of. No, that could Not that happen. I could recall. Um, that would have been funny. Well, uh, to be honest, this, this movie doesn't sound that clever. Yeah, no, not at all. Never mind. Uh, she, yeah, she also sounded like a baby for a chunk of it, confusing her R's and W's. You're a baby. There's a line. She was a baby, Mark. She, she, <laughs> Heidi, you're a baby. <laughs> I am. She goes, uh, I came back for you. I came back for you, Swifty. For you. It sounds like Margot Robbie in Suicide Squad, where she couldn't tell if she wanted like, a, a, a Brooklyn accent, a Brooklyn accent yeah. or just like, whatever. That's yeah. actually a lot of what this reminds me of, yeah. Wow. Um, I can only assume the crew made her unnecessarily repeat that line so many times because it was fun to witness on set. Um, Alec Baldwin is in this. Yeah. Just bad. Just, just Alec. John Cleese is in this. Oh, I just watched something good with I, him in it. I know. Big, big sigh. Big oof for, for John Cleese in this. <laughs> Um, he does a lot of oofs. He yep. does, yeah. But 
Yeah. Uh, the, plot, the plot and characters like Klum's accent were all over the place. It starts off as a movie about delivering packages for at least half its runtime and then shifts into a plot to destroy a town. Characters <laughs> who are best friends will suddenly turn on each other for the slightest thing. It makes no sense. Plot logic and motivations are stretched so far and so thin. Uh, they make my college papers look good in comparison. This was not even first draft material. This is an outline derived from random words picked out of a few bowls of alphabet soup. <laughs> wow. The protagonist is also an asshole who isn't really redeemed by the end of it, so at least I can see why they thought of Renner for the role. <laughs> and honestly, all that said, even with the shoddy animation that included frame drops once or twice, despite me being unable to come up with a single reason why anything in this movie was the way it was, or why the movie itself happened, um, despite there being like three other families in my theater and not a single laugh being shared between oh, them, not a single laugh. That's rough. Um, it Some, was, oh, no, I wasn't going to complete that joke. It, it was still better than I was expecting. <laughs> what? Come on. Somehow. I give it a one and a half out of eight slices. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know either. That's yeah. it for me on movie phone. Oh, All right. Boy, Anyone out. got any theater? Uh, nothing. Um, nothing. I went to see Waitress with Jordan Sporks, you know, resident <laughs> friend of the podcast, Jordan Sporks. She did a very good job. It's a very cute show. I, I think it's a little corny, but Waitress grew on me. I, I, I seen it when it first came, yeah. and, I, and I was just like, oh, this is cute. Yeah. And I, 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 nothing terribly big to, to, yeah. to take home from it. I, yeah. I, I, lo- I love the movie uh, more, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it does yeah. it does a fine job. Yeah. Well, I started like, oh, this sucks, but then it like grew on me, and then I went to like, oh, it's cute. Which Sugar, never happens butter, <laughs> flour, <laughs> eggs. <laughs> no eggs. <laughs> but it's cute. And that's the only theater that I have to talk about today. Mm. Draw the boards. Done. <laughs> Disc jockeys. Off Ooh. to the races. Any music? Uh, I have none. Yeah, I got nothing. I, I'm just going to briefly mention um, <laughs> 30 hour 12 artists. bands. Yeah. That, no. yeah. um, FKA Twigs, yes. uh, former beau of Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Um, she released an album that is getting a super a high praise. Mm-hmm. Super high praise. I've I've listened to a couple tracks here and there. That music video. They're really good. These music videos are insane that she's doing, too. I haven't I haven't seen the newer ones, but mm-hmm. she's always been good at that. She yeah. had a, that Aaliyah montage in two weeks mm-hmm. in like a crazy uh, high, pro- high production seeming music video. Uh, she's good. I'm glad she's killing it. I hope she gets more recognition. Uh, maybe she does. I'm not sure. But check it out if you haven't. It's called... I don't remember. Uh, it might be called Magdalene, or maybe that's just one song. I'm not sure. But it's good. Yeah. Cool. It for me. Wow. Oh. We Guys, we finished a little over an hour. We did. New it's, record. It's palatable. Yeah. And I went through a lot. Yeah. yeah. I guess the only music that I have to mention before we go is Toad singing Chandelier. What really? I shared this in the Facebook chat. You didn't yeah, see? No, I know no. what you're talking oh, about. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I was probably busy spending a week in the Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> you got out and you had to go see Arctic Dogs. I got out, had to shave. Yeah. Well, that's it. Should we end the episode? Wait, you said Toad? Yeah, Toad. Like, I can't do the voice with my bronchitis. Don't make me. Hello! There you go. Singing Chandelier and other. Oh, yeah! Yes. Oh, I got to check that out. Yeah. Well,. Who wants to end the episode first? Where can our audience find us on social medias? Uh, you can find me over at MZBro Jr. over on Instagram or Man Who Wears Hats over on Twitter or follow my video game podcast Inside the Gamer Stronghold with my co-host Jason Reinertson. Uh, it's a gaming uh, podcast that we have uh, every week, every Tuesday. If uh, one of us doesn't uh, have uh, crippling depression and we can't record a podcast. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, yeah, so like, yeah, catch us a new episode uh, this Tuesday. Yeah, you can find me, Jonathan Krakowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drinking Me JK on Twitter, or you can follow my other podcast, 
Anime was not a mistake where we take a look at anime currently in our season three. A lot of fans of this season over the garden wall. That's Ooh. the thing that I watched that had John Cleason that was good. He voices uh. two characters in that series. Um, but yeah, check it out if you're a fan of Over the Garden Wall. It's the perfect time around mm. the fall, Thanksgiving, winter. Very check nice. Check it out. Excellent. Mm. Um, my name is Matt. You can check me out in Cranford Theater. I'm doing a one week in person residence where I watch The Irishman, and um, there's a film crew filming my reactions to The Irishman. Um, uh, just shedding away uh, the tears um, when when uh, when when the I was second say hour something. of the movie drags How yeah, about that? yeah yeah sure that works I was gonna say something um, not flavorful mm. if only you had Harriet Tubman's superpower you could have predicted that joke wouldn't land oh <laughs> wait let me let me where's the nearest field <laughs> good night everybody Thank you for listening to Nightcaps at the Theater. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us this evening as much as we had with you. If you're not too hungover or haven't thrown up on your cat yet, please be so kind to rate, review, and subscribe to us on various podcast platforms. Oh, it looks like Matt's passed out in a bag full of McDonald's and John's swinging a wine bottle at me. I guess it's time for me to get going. Good night, everyone, and make sure to tip your Uber driver.